to the Genius to You podcast. This is Linda Blythe, your host. And today I have an incredible guest with me, David Kite. Now, David is an author. He's written several books, but today we're here to specifically talk about his new book, The Rainbow Kite That Healed the World. And it's a beautiful children's book. It's been beautifully illustrated. There's a lovely story to it. And it it really is all about um, healing the world through joy and, and, and especially in this post-pandemic time uh, and, and opening up conversations with our children uh, and the children within our, our guardianship about uh, life post-pandemic and, and how much joy there is in the world. So welcome, David. How are you? Great. Thank you, Linda. Great to be here. Thank you for that lovely introduction. Yeah, fantastic to have you on here. And um, so let's let's first of all talk about the book because um, you know there, there's something special about this book that, that's now being brought into the world and 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 you know using the energy of of what's transpired over the last couple of years. And you know for some of these kids that are that are going to be reading this book, you know that that pandemic period really was was the only thing they knew about life, like some, some of the younger toddlers or the, the even, even early schoolers, um, that's really became their model of the world about, you know, the virus and all the focus. And, and it was really very prevalent and in their face about what was going on there. And here you are, you've written this beautiful book to help open these conversations. So, so tell me a little bit, you know, what prompted writing the book? What do you love about it? What's, you know, how this creation came about for you? Yeah, look, um, as a teacher and a parent, yeah, the, the pandemic was was very interesting. Um, you know, the emotional sort of uh, input or, or effects of, you know, the whole pandemic. Um, it was sort of in the middle of that. My, my daughter used to do these, uh, do these paintings and she would, like, set up a little shop for Dad and she would sell me these paintings done on just A4 photocopy paper. And she said, oh, Dad, what you don't want me to, you know, paint for you today, you know? Um, I said, oh, you know, how about a kite, doll? And, oh, what do you want in it? Oh, all right, why don't you put a rainbow in it? So she drew, she painted this beautiful painting of a rainbow kite sort of that sort of filled the page, and and that became my inspiration. And, and then from that, I feel like it it took me a couple of hours, it might have been a day or two at different times, to then... Um, yeah, create this story of of this girl losing a kite, and then it flies away, and then also bringing in you know my travels. Um, like uh, yeah, when I I sort of backpacked around the world after you know four years of teaching in in 1991, 92, and you know travels to some amazing landmarks like the pyramids and the Statue of Liberty and the Arc de Triomphe and and, and Eiffel Tower, etc. Um, and so I was able to incorporate all those amazing places, um, and the kite flies past them. I also, um, you know, made sure to get, uh, it happened to be a girl's name, um, you know, that was popular in each country. Mm. And then the girl kind of looks up and, um, you know, sees this kite and, and, you know, talk about, you know, people being in Zoom meetings or locked down or in their house and they kind of look out through the window or when they're allowed to actually walk and, you know, be in, you know, outside again, they, they see this amazing sort of kite flying past and, and the, the the joy that it brings them as, as, you know, when we see a rainbow, it just fills us with joy. Well, 
this is this you know rainbow kite in the sky and and it just reminds them that there is hope and and as we know we we did get through the pandemic and um yeah it just brings a little bit of 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 joy and and you know like the you know the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow idea as well Mm, yeah yeah interesting and it's and it's interesting also that it sort of brings up a lot of the themes that were highlighted during the pandemic like freedom and travel and and it was almost a sense that they were linked to our joy you know and and that sort of thing so it it really does hit the heart of of some of those impressionable times that we went through and of course and of course no doubt those young children and the way they were seeing the world and and getting their experience of of how the world is you know what they were establishing from that point so yeah fantastic um and and so what age groups is this designed for david um yeah look initially i i I sort of feel like it's uh, it's toddler it's the sort of thing that you know i hope parents you know who would buy it through bookshops could um you know read read to you know a child from two to five or six Mm. yet um you know there is still definitely because of what you know, children in prep to grade two went through, you know, still still a connection there in up to, you know, grade three and four, mm. um, you know, and, and maybe even all primary school with just the message that um, of what we went through and that, um, you know, different things, you know, like it's a, for me a universal symbol of, of joy, you know, you you see a rainbow, you know, and, and it just really, you know, fills you with, wow, you know. Um, and yeah, it brings a skip to your heart and and you know really joyous feeling and um, yeah, I mean that that can you know and, and even adults you know just a memory of what we went through and and knowing that the world has opened up through travel and and the joy of going to famous landmarks like the pyramids and um, you know the Eiffel Tower and and you know uh, Statue of Liberty and the Leaning Tower of Pisa and and what joy that brings to people as well. Mm, yeah. What's your biggest, bigger vision? You know, is this book's getting out into the world and into the hands of children and into their minds, of course, and 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 hopefully also into their hearts. What's the the bigger vision as a result of having written this book? Yeah. Look, um, one one of my marketing ideas, you know, in in its infancy at the moment, is that um, you know, I can sort of also sell these rainbow kites, which would then you know kind of fill the sky around the world. Um, it also is sort of my way into hospitals because I have, you know, a, a goal or an intention of um, creating a Read for Joy organisation where I can, um, you know, set up a, a database of volunteers who read to children in hospitals, uh, children with cancer or children just in there with, mm. you know, various ailments or broken arms and legs and mm. And bring some joy to them through through this story and 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 connect souls, um, you know, from retired people to students reading to children and just bringing joy through the the magic of literature and and the word and and that connection and seeing the smiles on the child's face and the reader's face and and really making that connection through some amazing you know picture story books that you know, have been written over the years, but but through this as as a start. Mm, yeah, beautiful. That's a that's a fantastic vision. I love that. And uh, this isn't your only book. You've written a couple of other books. What what were the other books that you've written, David? 
Um, yeah, so look, I've got a self-published one, which I, I literally wrote about 20 years ago. Um, I hand it to a friend who's a local artist to uh, to illustrate, and then he just went on to Snapfish and, um, and you know, handed me 10 copies. Um, oh. So, yeah, it's uh, <laughs> my friend George, about a wombat that, you know, wanders into a boy's house after he's been sort of knocked and dazed by a, um, you know, by a car ends up in the boy's, uh, you know, cupboard and and then the boy tries to tell the mum who's too busy reading or on the phone and, yeah, sure, dear. And the yeah. boy just has this, you know, interaction with the wombat and then lets him way up through the back fence back to the bush, you know, just the connection mm. through the child. And, yeah, I sort of wrote it because what my wom- the wombat is, you know, my favourite Australian animal and, yeah, so that was one and, and my other one that I am published there because um, the the viewer the listeners can't see what you just showed me, which was the cover yeah. of the yeah. and it's a beautiful. It looks like a watercolor illustration of this incredible yeah. wombat. So even just the the artwork itself just uh, obviously resonates the heart of the story. So yeah, beautiful. Anyway, so your other book, <laughs> yeah, my other book, very different on a tangent was um yeah I I sort of did a. Uh, how to write a bestseller workshop and then from that um, through a publishing group in Melbourne um, about my tales as a golf caddy uh, I wrote Revelations of a Tour Caddy which was published about three or four years ago Um, and I managed to get the foreword done by Greg Norman. Um, Oh fantastic. Yeah Yeah. and and because I I caddied for him when he made his first uh, instructional golf video years ago and mm. I sort of stood there and you know he hit balls at me and it was just the cameraman he and I and we ate lunch in his car yeah and we filmed for about six hours at Metropolitan Golf Course in Melbourne and um yeah yeah so it's a it's about me riding my bike as a you know 12 year old to caddy for you know members at a private golf course and mm. then caddying on the European tour in 91 and just all the experiences of you know losing my luggage and sleeping in and um yeah you know different things on the golf course and behind the scenes with other caddies and yeah Mm. so that was my first book a similar similar start to uh Stephen Pressfield who's also obviously a prestigious author in the world so he talks about his caddying days as well so Yeah. yeah yeah so you're right up there with the the esteemed writers that's for sure so, um, so, so, what's your background? So, you're a, a, a teacher and a parent, and just just yep. tell us a little bit about who David is. Yeah, look, I've been a uh, primary teacher for over thirty years. Uh, I've taught a lot of grade five and six, as well as sort of being that uh, phys ed or inter school sport coordinator at the school, where I've either taught phys ed or you know run the programs of inter-school sport, coach teams at lunch times and, you know, got teams, you know, to various sort of levels, district and, and zone and, and so on. Um, and, yeah, just, you know, also really enjoyed no matter what grade level I've taught over the years of, of, of sharing, you know, whether it was picture story or, you know, books by Paul Jennings and Morris Gleitzman and Andy Griffiths. Um, the Treehouse series is a, you know, is a favourite. Um, just really, you know, sharing stories and, you know, when I read a picture story, I love to do impersonations and and really get into the characters and the voices within that. And, um, yeah, that's another sort of, you know, gift and talent of mine. I've, you know, I've won 
um, you know, awards and prizes on the radio doing impersonations and, um, you know, I was on Hot Seat, Me and Air with Eddie and I did about five or six impersonations from TV shows, cartoon characters and so on. Yeah, great. So, yeah, yeah, that's sort of, you know, been my ride over the years. But, yeah, I love reading picture storybooks, whether it's to children in schools or, you know, to my own children as they were younger, you know, and, and um, you know, watching their faces light up and laugh as I, you know, did certain characters and, you know, maybe it goes back to, you know, my dad when I was younger and, you know, how he read different things to me and put on funny voices and that. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So really embracing that that you really enjoyed as a child as well. Yeah, fantastic. So, so David, the the rainbow kite that healed the world. Where can we get a copy of that to start with? Yeah, look, currently it it is available as an ebook on Amazon uh, Kindle. Yeah, and about to be, uh, yeah, available as a uh, print on demand, like a hard copy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then. At the moment, I'm working with my uh, my web designer on my davidkite.com website where we will create, uh, it currently has, you know, the re- the uh, revelations of a tour caddy and we're about to make it so that, you know, the rainbow kite that healed the world can be purchased by that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I'm working on getting myself into bookshops like QBD, Collins Booksellers, Dimmicks and, and so on, you know, around the country yeah. and, and into libraries, you know, my distributor has sort of put it out there to all the libraries around the country and yeah. um, people can go and demand that and hopefully I'll, you know, end up in various libraries around Australia and, you know, around the world. Yeah. So, and, and through yeah. all the school libraries as well, I hope, because it sounds yeah. like yeah. a great place for it to be. In the process of emailing, I've, you know, shot off about 20 emails to primary school librarians and wellbeing coordinators, you know, to, yeah, um, yeah to get it in there as well. And, um, yeah, mm. definitely. Yeah. Beautiful. We'll, we will put the, the details of the Amazon link for now in our show notes and on, on the Genius2 website so people can go and, and get the advanced copy now. And uh, and then uh, once it gets published in hard copy, we will we'll certainly add that to the equation so everyone can rush and, and get it. And we... Um, yeah, we'd love to hear about, you know, how you're going to be launching that into the world and that sort of thing too. So we might have you on for another quick chat or something like that down the track. For sure. Thank you so much for your time, Linda. I've really enjoyed being here today. Thank you. Yeah, it's been a great conversation. And so, uh, everyone, if you've got kids, you were a kid, uh, you know kids, uh, you know, get yourself a copy and, and uh, spread some of the joy around the world because there's a big vision behind this too. So, Thank you for joining us on this Genius to You podcast and we look forward to seeing you and meeting some more geniuses on the next episode.